Well, I do this move on my wife where a lot of times she'll be standing up on her computer and I come behind her and I start touching her hair. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, as a guy, you have to be careful (laughs) because you need to sort of be like a really good actor. Like, honey, I'm touching you because I love you, (laughs) not because I want to fuck you. Yeah. I'm doing this because I'm your friend. I want you to feel great. Not because I want to put my penis inside (laughs) you and go back and forth. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 299 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we tell hilarious and relatable stories. Eddie, we're on the precipice of greatness. (laughs) Are we? I mean, kinda. (laughs) I mean, a milestone. A milestone? You know, when somebody runs a marathon, even if it takes them all day, you know how on like Biggest Loser, remember the NBC hit show Biggest Loser? Oh, who can, how can I forget? I thought that show, it's probably still on, right? I, I have no idea. I don't watch TV like, re, like on a regular schedule mm-hmm. like that because I don't we, have cable. Dude, listen, find it. I'm sure <laughs> it's still on. You know, they say, they say there's only two things, three things that are assured of in life. Okay. Death, mm-hmm. taxes, mm-hmm. and that people love to watch fat people in pain <laughs> on TV. Because that's really what the show is. Yeah. Yes, it's a story of love, loss, but it's a humiliating thing that makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah. It's those first few episodes where you see their before mm-hmm. and their life and what they're doing that everyone's at home just patting themselves on the head. <laughs> Anyhow, in that show, usually I remember in one of the last episodes of the season, they make them run a marathon. Or a half marathon, Mm. which is a huge feat of strength. Oh my God, yeah. And even if it took them a day, you're still like, shit, hey, you did it. (laughs) You did it, you bastard. Remember you did a Biggest Loser one year at an old job a few years ago? We talked about it on the show. Yeah, and it was bullshit too, because like before we even had the Biggest Loser, I had lost like 10 pounds. It's bullshit. I was like, guys, uh, (laughs) it's going to be way harder for me, I think. Seriously. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I didn't win, so. And you should, what do you do? Go to work, like, I don't know, eat a bunch of paper clips or (laughs) drink a bunch of cement. Yeah. Step on that scale. Don't shit for like two weeks. And then get on there? Yeah. Well, like the weekend before we weighed in, like I ate so much food and I gained, I think like six pounds over the weekend, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like all water weight. Right. Um, So yeah, it it didn't go well for me. Just straight out before you get on a drink. Imagine this. You're like, yo, I'm going to school the system. I'm going to game this. Mm -hmm. Right before you get on, you go to In-N-Out Burger, you eat a ton of hamburgers, you drink a gallon of water, you're standing up there. Maybe they're live streaming it. Your agency's like, yo, this will be really cool. We're going to live stream it. Maybe we'll get some views. We'll get some likes. We'll get some subs. Mm-hmm. You're standing up there and you shit your pants <laughs> on the live stream. That would go viral. Oh, definitely. Hardcore viral. Now, do you embrace it? You have to lean into it. Yeah. I mean, if you seriously shit your pants in public, you have to just <laughs> laugh about it. And you weren't wasted. And you were, yeah. And it wasn't 3 a.m. Yeah. out front of a taqueria. Yes, you just got to lean into it. Yeah. Think about that for real. It's like tomorrow I have to give a pretty big presentation. Mm-hmm. And I've, let me try to think. I've never farted. I've never burped. For the show, you need to shit your pants. For the During, story. Just for the story. For the story, man. Oh, I could just lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people write in and say that we lie in these stories. Hand to God. Yeah. Never lied. I don't think the stories are like so overly like outrageous. That's why they're relatable. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's happening in real life right now (laughs) is crazier than what we could come up with. Yeah. You're standing on stage and maybe it's one of those things where you think it's a fart and it's like hurting your belly and you can almost feel the bubble at like the lips of your anus. You know what I'm talking about? The fart is just right there and maybe it's hot. Yeah. And you can feel the heat and you're like, I can just barely push this out. I can barely push it out. And then it goes like, <laughs> or something like it's not like, <laughs> but it's a weird, almost like a balloon. You can't live. You just got to laugh. Yeah. You got to laugh. I mean, some, like some people I work with, 
have like farted around me mm -hmm. and like it's just a cool like you don't really they didn't really acknowledge they were just like excuse me right you know like didn't <laughs> right i was like okay i, I see that what like are you gonna me, do? I would be so inside my head, be like, "Oh my god, this! I need to go home for the day." That was I'm too quitting. I'm putting my two weeks yeah. in. Well, you know what they say that you're not born racist, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe some people are actually born racist, <laughs> but you're born thinking farts are funny. Oh yeah. From the minute I've had any kid be of any age to fart, I didn't teach them mm -hmm. that farting was funny. They hear it and they laugh. Definitely. You can't hide that or fight that. Okay, wheeling it back. Mm -hmm. You shitting your pants. It's almost like if someone's bullying you. Like, I don't get a lot of grief. Like, mm -hmm. and I bet you don't either. Like, you and I are bad marks, I yeah. think, for people to tease or raz mm -hmm. or take the piss out of us <laughs> because it's just not fun. A, because we're clever and, <laughs> you know, and hilarious, Eddie. And B, because we don't get mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but if you're shitting your pants on stage, you're being bullied by your own ass. Yeah. <laughs> and you still got to laugh. It's if a you good get, way of putting it. <laughs> you're bullying yourself. Put you on blast. Put your, literally. yourself on blast. Um, you just got to roll with it. Because if you get act really embarrassed and mad, maybe shit harder. You know, maybe <laughs> just let it all go. Or you stop and then you're like, if you thought the hell was bad, and then you give it a, right. a round two. Right. Pull your pants down. Yeah. Just really give them something to talk about. Uh, okay. So the point of the story is, Eddie... It's a marathon. Mm -hmm. You're proud of the people that run a marathon. I think no matter what, someone's going to say, damn, these guys did 300 episodes of this thing. Either they're insane or it's pretty <laughs> darn good. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit of both. Probably a little bit of both. Definitely a little bit of both. But I think a lot of people that listen to this show are on the same level of sanity as we are. I think so. So there you go. I totally agree. So it's going to be 300. Very excited mm -hmm. about that. And, you know, listen, maybe we'll do have a special guest or two. And I think more than any other show ever, if you're a first time, long time, mm -hmm. now's the show. Send us an email, saveforthshow.com slash contact or saveforthshow at gmail.com so I know what your name is. Yeah. And I can talk about you on the show. Send us a voicemail if you'd like, even a short one. Yeah. You know, nobody loves a voicemail more than me, but if you send me like an eight minute podcast <laughs> to play within the podcast, not going to do it. Yeah. So edit it down guys, please. So send us something fun and short or questions. You know, maybe there's a question that you're just dying to know mm -hmm. about Eddie and I or beautiful wives and their beautiful breasts. <laughs> please write us in, let us know. And we'll talk about it. Wearing breasts. Well, one of them are one of them. Well, two of them. <laughs> Both breasts. Two breasts, yes, on one woman. One wife. Yes. Your wife. And whenever your wife's over here, it's I don't care what's going on. When a woman is breastfeeding in front of you, mm -hmm. and our wives, as any woman should be, are not ashamed of it. Yeah. And they're not hiding. There's no like hooter cover. They they have all these like cutesy, stupid names. Hooter hiders <laughs> and uh titty tassels and whatever, <laughs> titty towels. Uh, because I remember when I first had my kid 12 years ago, it was not like it was now. Mm -hmm. And I can think of all the contraptions that my poor wife would have to wear. Yeah. And this kid is under there. They don't know what's going on. Born racist, <laughs> but not born to know to be ashamed about breasts. <laughs> and it's terrible. Thank God. You know, or you have to go in the bathroom. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The bathroom? I don't even want to shit in the bathroom, <laughs> let alone eat in there. Yeah. Pull my wife's beautiful breast out in the bathroom and my son's got to suck on that thing? No. You need open air. So anyways, your wife is here mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's still modest about it, especially because like, I don't know, last weekend our, our father-in-law was here too. Yeah. And there's still a level of modesty. Like that's what drives me crazy when a woman is photographed like breastfeeding and people are like, oh, you could cover that up. <laughs> it's disgusting. And it's like, dude. You're disgusting, you psychopath. Anyways, the point of the story is your wife's there and it's funny and I'm still like, keep eye contact, keep eye contact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard not to. It totally is. I mean, a woman has her breasts out in your vicinity. Right. Like, it, regardless of who it is, mm -hmm. except maybe your mom. Right. You're going to be, yeah, very self-conscious that you don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Right. Like you're staring. You don't want to seem like a creep. 
Right. Yeah. Um, or maybe you are a creep and you don't want people to know that you're a creep. Right. Either way. Yeah. I don't want them to know I'm a creep. It's a little. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing too. Like, let's say I was on the subway and I saw a gorgeous woman breastfeeding. I might be like, yo, I'm going to take like a teeny tiny peek. Um, but probably not because I want to, you know, give her a privacy. I'm being kind of silly here. Yeah. But let's say it was your wife and she caught me staring at her while she was breastfeeding. <laughs> like, my point about the subway is if I was staring at a stranger, mm-hmm. she could say, ew, fuck you, and turn around, yeah. and I'd never see her again. Like, if your wife <laughs> caught me staring at her titties while she was breastfeeding my nephew, that'd cause a bit of a rift. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that would take a few <laughs> times to get over, if ever. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think, like, as far as, like, your relationship wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't. Ever. No. She would just be like, what? Right. Remember that one time? Right. And then she'd go home and tell you, and then you'd say, do I even know this guy? <laughs> like, the podcast is off. I'd He's a creep. grab my gun and come over, and we'd have a conversation. Well, I don't know if you'd want to kill me because I stared at it. I would just titty. tell Nicole, and Nicole would go, oh, oh my God. Guess, so. Yeah, you tell my wife. That's I'm not scared of your gun. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of my wife. Yeah, I'll let you borrow my gun if she is. <laughs> Seriously, I'll need protection. Uh, the point is, I don't remember the point. Your wife was here, breastfeeding. I didn't look at her. Pat on the back. Yes. Uh, Still awkward, even I, though it shouldn't be. Sure, I know. I hate that it is. Even, uh, but like my wife, my my parents, and my brother were in town mm-hmm. um, a couple days ago or last week, and before they came, she was like, I, "I'm a little, you know, nervous about breastfeeding because your dad's going to be here, right? And sure, your teenage brother is going to be here." My wife was the same way. Yeah, when my I was dad like, was here. Yeah, I was like, I get it, um, but like, and I kind of I said it kind of like annoyedly, mm-hmm. but I was like, you can cover up or you can go in another room. Right. Like, cause I mean, they're going to be here. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't mean it to come out that way. Right. But she was like, okay, well, and I was like, just whatever you're comfortable with, that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. But you're right about the teenage brother. That's a trickier angle. Yeah. But I don't even think my brother would, would even look like he, no, he's his, a gentleman. Yeah. And he's, he's known her since he was like three years old. Right. So, well, and you're, there's a huge age difference between you and your brother. Yeah. So he's seen your kids. Exactly. Uh, your, your sister's kids. I think most teenagers, if they saw a girl breastfeeding, they would definitely be like, Whoa, <laughs> my goodness. There's yeah. a booby over there. Uh, I don't remember how or why we got here, but on the subject of sex, Eddie, yes. we've been joking slash joke truthing mm-hmm. slash they call that joking on the square where i call it a joke truth who calls it joking on like old timey people oh okay that would be like if i said man took you forever to get here <laughs> or it's, it's like a passive aggressive thing or like let's say if you take a long lunch and you get back and your boss is like geez took a yeah. long lunch i'm kidding i'm yeah. totally kidding you want to take an hour and a half lunch i know it's monday but whatever <laughs> like that's a, a pussy who can't tell you their true feelings they call it joking on the square or a joke truth, or joke truth in about getting vasectomies. Yes. You have three kids. I do. I have three kids. We're done. Yeah. You know, I'm almost 40 years old, Eddie, <laughs> and I'm feeling old as hell. You're closer to 30 than 40 34. by quite a bit. You're yeah. still in the early 30s. Yes. But we're super done, and we're going to get it done. Yes. Well, do we have the same insurance? I think we do. I think so. Okay. Yeah. And it's an HMO, and so it's not free or mm-hmm. something. I feel like Planned Parenthood, all these places, it's like a thousand bucks or something on the higher end. Mm -hmm. But because you have an HMO, we have to go to like our general doctor, then go to the, what do you even go to a urologist? (laughs) I don't have a clue where we have to go, but I did Google it. Mm -hmm. And part of Googling it and part of what we have to do is there's some questions that Mm -hmm. they want to ask. And these are the kind of questions. So I want to ask you these questions. We can both answer them. So. This is what they say who should people. These are people who should not have a vasectomy. Who should not. Yes. Who should not. We do not recommend you have a vasectomy if you or your partner want children in the future. Oh, no shit. Right. Really? So, I know, right. Wow. Um, I did not know that. Right. So we've both ascertained that. Yeah. You and I are definitely don't. Um, I, I, I just, I don't understand why they have to say that. Like people... If you're getting a vasectomy, I hope you know what the purpose of it is for. Dude, because somebody <laughs> sued him. One time, That's so somebody got pissed um, because, in fact, the first step, like I thought, you know what would be funny? 
hey, for next week's show, what if for the 300th episode, we live stream us getting vasectomies? <laughs> Guess what? You got to sign a piece of paper and then wait 30 days oh, to get really? your vasectomy. Okay. Right. So you can go, you can get in a fight with your neighbor. You can get in a fight with your neighbor, go in next door mm-hmm. on the app, talk shit about them, <laughs> get all fucking frothing at the mouth, drive down to a gun store, get a gun mm-hmm. quicker than you can get your dick snipped. <laughs> Okay, there's a cooling off period. So fake 30 days. So we can't do it for the show, sadly. <laughs> That's a bummer. I know. It would have been pretty funny. So we're still going to do it. Um, here, here's where they go on to say this is what they don't recommend. Okay. We do not recommend you get one if you're feeling pressure from a spouse or a partner to have it. Okay. So are you feeling any pressure from your wife to get it done? No. Are you? No. None. Yeah. I mean, Zero. my wife's like on the pill right now. Right. Oh, she um, is? Yeah. Okay. So... I know she's, I, I just feel like it'd be easier. Right. And then, um, apparently is not too bad of recovery or no. pain. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. And it's cheaper than a hysterectomy, right? Oh my God. Yeah. So. And your poor wife get all that shit yeah. taken out of her. <laughs> um, yeah, my wife is an IUD and I don't even know. That's the thing. Like we're not getting this done mm-hmm. so we can bust nuts inside of our <laughs> wife. Like probably should clarify that. Yeah. We're ripping them off nonstop. <laughs> just, all day and all night, you know. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, I throw a, a condom on, I've said, mm-hmm. to keep things cleaner, mm-hmm. make sure boy lasts a little longer. <laughs> and I'm okay to admit that. Like sometimes I'll be like, girl, we haven't had sex in like two weeks. <sighs> if I get 10 pumps, <laughs> you're lucky. Let me throw a condom on and then I'll last for three hours. <laughs> I swear, I'm not kidding. Like if you are a guy that comes too quick, cover it up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes definitely. I'm like, am I in? <laughs> is the dick yeah. in or am I like between you and the bed? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. When, <laughs> when my wife went back on the pill, like she had to wait a certain amount of time before we can have sex like unprotected. Yeah. So we were using a condom. Right. And it's like, and I got those skin condoms are like, Oh yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's all matter. over podcasts, podcast promote them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't feel a difference from that in a regular condom. I know. And it, yeah, it's, it's so crazy how less, good it's true it's ridiculous there's so many kinds too or like the studs and the thinness and the this and the that doesn't matter yeah they all feel like you're wearing a balloon over your dick <laughs> you can't feel anything and sometimes i'll be like like listen you almost got to give them a heads up i, I can't feel the moisture levels yeah. totally different <laughs> there's like a, if, if you need me to slow down because you know the dipstick i checked that and you're not ready <laughs> give me a heads up girl because yeah. i got i got the condom on um, we don't need, that's not what we're getting. No. Because we don't want to have any other kids. Uh, here's another one. You may, re- you're young and may regret it in the future. Okay. We're not young. No. I'm old. Uh, the next one says if you're in an unstable relationship or marriage, that one, we're both in pretty unstable marriages. Yeah. But who so, isn't, right? <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> um, one thing too, I've read before is they say, look, you got to think drab here. You got to think macabre. You walk down the street, your whole family gets killed. You break up with your girl, you get a new wife. What if your new wife is young and she wants kids? You need to ask yourself all those questions. And I think we're all just a firm who gives a shit. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like if that ever did happen, like in the near future, they'll be able to reverse it super easily. They can now. Like where it it, it actually takes like. Yes, it's very expensive. And I think it's, yeah, it's not risky, but it's not always a done deal. Gotcha. So, and same with the hysterectomy. Can't get that back in. Mm -hmm. Once that toothpaste is out of the tube, (laughs) your your gal is done. So we're going to do it. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll sign the form. And then one of these days in a show down the line, you know, I shouldn't say live stream, but maybe we'll like record it Mm -hmm. and then put it up as a podcast. Okay. One of these days. It'll probably end up being three oh far or will five. They, will they let us do it together? Like can <laughs> they, can they put us in the same like recovery room? Right. Like or, a, well it's a it's a outpatient procedure, right? Yes, I think oh, so. Okay. It so, takes yeah. thirty minutes. Oh, there you go. That's it. Thirty minutes. Yeah, it'll be like a couple's massage. <laughs> we'll put some Enya on. Perfect. And we'll hold hands <laughs> and and just go to the promised land. Sounds good. We need to make a playlist for it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know it'll have a lot of R&B. Oh, yeah. I liked when you were over here over the weekend. We were having a barbecue at my house. Mm-hmm. My our, our father-in-law, like I said, was here, and our mother-in-law, mm-hmm. and they love country. Yeah. Love country music, and our wives like country music. 
And I think you and I just absolutely despise it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. Zero. I have absolutely zero. And if I'm like with mixed crowd, I'll be like, oh yeah, Willie. <laughs> Love Merle. Uh, yeah, if, if I were to play any country, I think it'd be, you know, along those lines. Like Johnny right, Cash. Johnny Cash, Cash which yeah. is like... Hank Williams. That's not even fair. Yeah. That's not even country music, what country music is today. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate the lyrics. I hate the singing. I hate the song. Dude, we were talking about Florida Georgia Line. Florida Georgia Who can Line. Go fucking kill themselves. <sighs> they are like, and I and I, <laughs> I made a joke that they're like the Nate Dog of country songs, where they like <laughs> sing all these hooks. <laughs> so disrespectful to Nate Dog. Yeah. Nate Dog is way better than your Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> they're playing country music here, mm-hmm. and then everybody went out back, and I think you were the only person in the house. <laughs> And when I came back in the house, it was R&B. <laughs> Some R&B was playing. And you and I were, in, maybe you were trying to set the mood. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know, but I appreciate you putting that R&B music on. Hey, no problem. I mean, I was the only one listening to the music while right? I listen to something I don't like. Exactly. Yeah. So for us, for our vasectomy, that'll be funny too when we go in there and we tell the ladies, hey, we have a playlist. <laughs> and they'll be like, okay, so you guys are playing mu- music about having sex. Yeah. You know, black, black, <laughs> black men are moaning right now, <laughs> dying to have sex while you're getting your dick sliced. That, that sounds fine. That's, that's, I need to cross that off my bucket list. So <laughs> right, right. I know. Seriously. Okay. So Ooh, at, well, after the vasectomy, there's like, you have to go back and like jerk off and they got to test your yes. sperm, right? So we should do that together also. Now <laughs> you're talking. I've never done that before too. We should jerk figure that out. Bullshit. <laughs> no. What is this jerking up? <laughs> I've never gotten a sperm test or came into a cup. I've yeah, only... I've that, never came into a cup for a test. <laughs> right. No, I've never came in the cup for anything. <laughs> only tissues and people. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it for me. All right. Okay. Uh, speaking of ne- our neighbors in next door, mm-hmm. this is a true story. The other day on next door, somebody under urgent... You know, there's like an urgent section mm-hmm. where people post about nine times out of 10, it's about a dog. They might as well rename next door to lost dog <laughs> door.com because <laughs> nine times out of 10, it's either some idiot who lost their dog or somebody who bought a couch 10 years ago for $4,000 <laughs> and they're selling it for like 3000 Yeah. And I would give anything. I, I have so much anger in my heart, Eddie. <laughs> I just want to go in their posts and say, Fuck you. You're out of your goddamn mind. Nobody wants to buy your used children's toys for $5 (laughs) off. You insane piece of shit. Okay, anyways, there's an urgent section. And a woman that posted SAS. And that was it. SAS? Yes. And because it was urgent, it was subject, urgent, body copy, message, SAS. And because it was an urgent message, it goes out to everyone. Okay. So I got an email or even a notification. Like it told me like something is on the website. So I went to it and people were freaking out. (laughs) They're like, what does this mean? Uh, Are you in trouble? Please respond. Uh, Do you mean SOS? (laughs) What's going on? Like 10, 15 messages. And then it turned into, I'm going to call the police. Somebody needs to call the police. Somebody needs to give her a wellness check. And then, you know, you refreshed it. And like four people are like, okay, call the police. The police are going to go by her house. And then all of a sudden the woman's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry. My phone just did this in my pocket, (laughs) which is really weird. All of a sudden, everybody, they watch too much TV. Yeah. They thought they were like helping solve a murder in the process. Wow. That's hilarious. Because think about this woman. Let's say she truly was having needing an SOS. Mm-hmm. She can go on next door. <laughs> you not like Twitter or Facebook or like a social network. <laughs> go on LinkedIn. Yeah. Before you go in next door. If you're like locked in the bathroom because your boyfriend's gonna kill you. Or maybe call nine one one. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. <laughs> And you can send a silent code from your phone. I know for iPhone, like I think if you press the on off button four or five times, yeah. it'll something will come up and say like, you know, say a silent, <laughs> your boyfriend's going to kill you code and the cops will come yeah. and shoot your, your boyfriend. Uh, okay. So yeah, don't go on next door and don't do that. You know, it is a great website though. What's that? 
B Z R K audio.com. Eddie. Nice man. Eddie, the other day you rolled up in front of my house. <laughs> yes. I don't know what song was playing. It was probably a thick and go inside, go and pick him in a local. That fucking song is on the radio nonstop. <laughs> and I'm not like a huge Post Malone fan, but that song is like the Florida Georgia line oh, yeah. of popular hip hop right now. And your car was bumping. And I thought to myself, damn, you I, must have gotten that stuff from BZRKAudio.com. Yeah, you, you, I t- totally did. Yeah, totally. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, just the highs. Just the tweeters. Just the tweeters because I don't think there's any lows no. on that website yet. Yet. So go buy a bunch of highs and our boy's store will grow. Yeah. And you'll be a part of his story. And you'll get some dope ass bass too. God, you gotta get that bass. Gotta get that bass. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, should we do some voicemails? What time is it? Let's do voicemail. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of voicemails. Let me bang a couple of these out real quick. And again, send us in a voicemail about the show, about the 300th episode. Uh, for next week's show, and we'll do a lot of those. Last week's show, I went pretty hard on our boy, Dylan. <laughs> you know, I really put him on Front Street. I've done a podcast with Dylan for a couple of years. He's been on our show, mm-hmm. infamous on our show, because <laughs> when he was here, we were so drunk. <laughs> and he was really obnoxious, or I don't remember exactly what happened, but people yeah. were hating. Big time. Hating. <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten that much hate mail about a guest since I couldn't think of something. <laughs> I was really, my mouth was moving and my brain was like, dig, dude, who can you say? And all I could think of was Trump, which isn't funny. Yeah. That piece of shit's not funny. Um, I was rude to him last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stopped giving Patreon money to the show. So he sent a voicemail in. I'm going to play it. Okay. I feel like, you know, this is a two people conversation. Mm-hmm. Just you and I. No one else gets to reboot us on the show. So I'm going to let him get his boot. Okay. Out here. That's and, fine. Uh, all right, here's Dylan. Listen here, Dan Fields. This is the enemy of the show, <laughs> Dylan Shuck. Shout outs to Eddie Glendo. You know hey. me. Uh, figured I'd follow up some information about me being uh, lambasted on your last <laughs> podcast episode about pulling the Patreon support, uh, and you said I did it without telling you. Uh, about the second to last episode of the Dead Inside show last season, we were we had a conversation after we were done recording, and we're like, "Hey, we we're probably going to need to stop the show. Like, this is reaching the end of it." And uh, I guess we could probably discuss that because I think it's about time we start explaining to our uh, listeners that that show is uh, likely not continuing. But anyway, that's besides the point. And uh, you were saying that you were questioning, you know, what was going on with Save for the show. And this is right just about the time that Eddie was about to have his kid and you told me you were going to go on break. So then you said, oh, and by the way, you can stop the Patreon. And I was sending you $5 a month. And I sent you $5 a month for like three years. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And then you told me to pull it. And uh, I did. I got off the Skype call with you and I went and canceled the Patreon. And then you forgot about that conversation, you dick. Uh, So... (laughs) I'm not an evil Hitler. I am just a uh, obeyer of all things Dan Fields. Shout out to Eddie. He's right. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the shout outs, man. Love you, man. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. God, I don't know. Six weeks ago when wow. I wasn't sure after you were, you were having the baby and I was mm. like, I don't know what's going to go on. Go ahead. Get rid of the Patreon. <laughs> I totally forgot. And here he is. Oh, man. And he's right. For three years, he did give us five bones a month. I mean, that's almost like 200 big ones just, yeah. just for nothing, for helping support the show and being a being great a guy. good guy. So I want to rescind it. Okay. And say, I'm sorry. And a bit of a scoop. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. If you listen to the Dead Inside show, I, I think I'm going to be on Dylan's other shows here and there. Oh, okay. Shows that I actually enjoy still watching. <laughs> but uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen with that show. So... Uh, thank you, Dylan, for that. Uh, just again, to reiterate, questions, voicemails. Let's do a couple questions that we've been building up, and, and then we'll call it a night, and we'll get out of here. Cool. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. All right, we love questions on Save for the Show. Saveforthe slash contact. You can be anonymous. You can give us your name. You can ask us questions. You can tell us anything what you like about the show, what you don't. Eddie, here's one. 
I love you guys. You both are equally great. Don't let these people fool you that we need that we don't need the both of you. I found you guys by accident. I was looking up stuff about indigo children on Spotify to see if there was any podcast that talked about weird stuff like that because apparently I am an indigo child adult and I just fell in love with you guys. I listen to you guys every day and I literally have no stress while driving now. I don't care if people drive slow, cut me off, it's great. I tell anyone and everyone I can about your show so if there's a spike in your listeners, that was me. I guess I should tell you my name. It's Nakia, like Wakanda, a.k.a. Nikki, but my friends call me Nicknack. By the way, what's your Instagram? Facebook is dead to me. <laughs> so, wow. Indigo child. Yeah. This, this email really made me change in my mind the way I should probably be describing the show mm-hmm. in the show notes. You know, this person went on Spotify and put in Indigo Child, which is the name of one of our episodes, mm-hmm. when I talked about one of my kids being that way, and that's how she found the show. That's crazy. So I'm going to change the name of the show to MP3, <laughs> Porn, Sex. ASMR. What, what's the hottest trends? Oh, I just man. need to just start plugging those. Yeah. And it kind of bummed me out, though, because I see people do that a lot in their shows, and I think, look at this piece of shit <laughs> trying to game the system. Like, you know, if you post something on Instagram and then someone puts like photo of the day, dog of the day, mm-hmm. dog of Instagram, Insta famous, <laughs> like I get it that you kind of have to do that, but I still think, and all your friends think you look like an absolute yeah, psychopath. Definitely. My wife does that. She had that cat account. How do you oh, think yeah. she got the word out about the cat? So anyhow, uh, the show doesn't have an Instagram. No. You know, you and I have our own personal Instagrams, which mm-hmm. everyone's more than welcome to follow. Uh, I'm at Dan the Beast. I don't know. You're, I think you're actually private, so don't follow me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think okay about you. it. You'll yeah. see. My, yeah, well, it's at Rocksteady, R-O-C-K-S-T-E-D-D-I-E. That's, that's too long, everyone. I know. They, Rocksteady. You better write it down. With, with an Eddie in it. I love that, that you do that. Um, I should be Bebop. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can follow us on that. I did think for a moment that we should have a show account and we could curate and do funny things. Yeah. But who are we? The fat Jew? And who's got time to curate shit, man? <laughs> Nobody. I'll just have to steal it from somebody else. <laughs> exactly. I'll just go on Reddit, see what's cool, and then put that up. Yeah. Because that's all those idiots do. Yeah. Fuck Jerry has an empire. Oh, my God. Of stealing content. And now look, I know now he does some of his own content. Mm-hmm. Both these guys. We've messed up, dude. We should have just been stealing all day long. So anyhow, what else did she say? Oh, I love that she tells people about the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you awesome. so much. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, let's do another one. I have a show theory since one of the one jack wagon wanted to chime in about all the emails being projections of what Dan wants to discuss. So some pause. Somebody wrote a question saying all the questions are fake. Mm-hmm. You know, I write them all because I just want to talk about it. So I look fine. If I want to talk about something, (laughs) I don't have to write a fake question (laughs) to talk about it. Uh, But some, a listener accused us of that. This listener goes on. I think that Dan went insane, actually trying to come up with the perfect concept for a podcast. And SIF show is that product. Dan's at home working countless hours to seamlessly edit in his cast of characters. Eddie, Eddie's dad, the wives, even the episodes with his kids are just him doing impressions. It's actually quite impressive, the amount of talent. All of the emails, cartoons, the voicemails, all that stuff is all Dan. The guests are either impressions. I mean, he goes on um, and he goes on to say even BZRK is a front uh, for us. So that's a great listener, Loose Bruce. And he's right. The gig is up. God, could you add How would I... Give me an Oscar. You, um, no, give you some pills. An Emmy, and love that too. <laughs> a straitjacket, you would be clinically insane. But so talented. So, I mean, so talented. And the best editor on earth. <laughs> like the way that I can record you and me, like Rick and Morty, the show, it's one guy. Yeah. Which is, I don't watch that show, but I'm, I'm impressed and I don't even know <laughs> why I'm impressed. Uh, so yeah, that would be fun. And, uh, but it's not true. It's not true. Eddie is real. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, then every once in a while, I'll post a picture of Eddie and I. If that's and that's it. just Photoshop that you do. <laughs> it's just fake. It's Photoshop. <laughs> Mostly it's my kids. I guess I should say, be warned. I try to be funny. You know, I try to like, if I'm posting something about my children, I try mm-hmm. to make it somewhat touching or funny or interesting, 
but it's mostly my children. Yeah. And a lot of nudes of my wife. Yeah. Lots of nudes. All right. (laughs) That's expected. I'm just kidding. That's my private Patreon (laughs) for my private Snapchat where I post naked pictures of my wife (laughs) without her knowing it, uh, which is illegal. And my wife breastfeeding. And Eddie's wife breastfeeding. That's for our top tier $25 Patreon people. All right, Eddie. Show's over. I, I don't have a real treat. You know, I know we kind of put real treat to the side. I did see, yeah. sorry to bother you. Yeah. Man, like a total grown up, Eddie. The movie came out on Friday and your boy went on Thursday night. <laughs> saw a movie at nine o'clock with my wife. Nice. And I went and saw a movie <laughs> in the movie theater, Eddie. No kids. No kids. And the movie was really fun. It was as good as everyone's saying. Don't go in thinking it's going to change your life. Yeah. Because nothing will change your life but Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so don't don't put too much on it. It's enjoyable. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Go see it. I did bring I'm so a f- jealous. I know, dude. You should be hella jealous. <laughs> Man. I would also wait. You know, it's yeah. not like an action movie. You don't have to see it on the big screen mm-hmm. with the base. Go see Skyscraper. <laughs> Featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I'll wait for that one too. I would wait for that one too. <laughs> but that's the kind of movie you want to see. It was enjoyable. So people walked out, which I thought was really? bizarre. Do you have any inkling of why they would do that? No, they were sitting next to us. I was a smaller theater, and these were younger, uh, like Ukrainian couple. Okay. And they were making out and talking the whole time. Like, they weren't even really paying attention. And A, why on earth are you paying money to kiss? Yeah. Kiss at home for free. <laughs> they weren't that young. They were in their 20s or, you know, something like that. So yeah. somebody had an apartment or a car. Maybe they get off on that. You know, you want to pay 30 bucks. Just a kiss, though? Like, I feel like if you're going to get off on doing something in public, it's got to be more than kissing. You're right. And these seats are really close to each other. So if homeboy whipped his dick out <laughs> and my wife was sitting next to him. So, I mean, that's <laughs> like assault. <laughs> like if you're in the movie theater and homeboy just pulls that gleaming cock out <laughs> and his girlfriend does what? She would probably jerk him off over the pants. Nah, she'd go down on him, dude. She can't hey, suck his dick hey, right next to me. If women can breastfeed in public, <laughs> men should be able to get their dick sucked in public. You're right. All right? You know, End I, of story. I should be able to suck my wife's titties. <laughs> <laughs> you know? People think I'm crazy when I do that in public. <laughs> I should be allowed to. Uh, but you're right. I don't know what they thought they were going to do. We, we talked once on a show at length about putting your dick in a popcorn box <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how much of a terrible idea that would yeah. be. I mean, I would have to wear a condom for that. Oh, definitely. Because I can't get salt in my sensitive dick mouth. <laughs> stupid it didn't happen and then the worst part they left when there was like a half an hour left <laughs> it's like you made it this far and nothing in the movie was that offensive in fact i thought it could have been more offensive mm-hmm. i thought it could have been even more woke okay and, and, and deep but it wasn't it was just funny and kind of silly and they left without even seeing the <laughs> ending so maybe the, all the making out they just got so hot and they're like you know Ooh. fuck it let's go right so turned on yeah just his pants were just full of preckum, <laughs> full of that pre-cum. And he all had to just, it. he shambled out of there all squishy. I don't know, dude. But yeah, go see that movie. You know, I don't have to tell you that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dylan, he asked me, he, he wondered if I wanted to be on his show to talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't have to anymore. I just talked about it. So <laughs> that's the thing. If I go on Dylan's movie review podcast, mm-hmm. I want to talk about a Ukrainian dude getting jerked off. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about the movie itself. <laughs> So I'm a great guest. Yes. On podcasts. What about you? You feeling anything or are you just living um, life? I was I started started listening to a new podcast. If you're a fan of uh Queer Eye, Who's which not? yeah, it's fucking great. Uh Jonathan Van Ness has JVN? Yes, he has his own uh podcast called Getting Curious. And he basically interviews like experts on topics that he's curious about. Yeah. Um, but he has some of his uh queer eye friends on too. Right. Um and he's just has a great personality. He's funny. So he's an absolute beacon of light. Yeah. I don't know if there's another person in the public that's that open and honest and vulnerable and funny. Yeah. And if, yeah, if you don't watch queer eye, you should, if you don't watch gay of thrones, you should, he's pretty good on Instagram. He's very active on Instagram. Definitely Uh, definitely worth a follow and a listen. I don't listen to the podcast though, because I'm an asshole (laughs) because I'm a a chef that doesn't eat food. (laughs) 
I'm not homo at all. I'm actually in love with him. I I, I kind of am too. You know, how can you not be? Somebody wrote us a great, a great question about having a trans. I should, probably should have read it. I don't have it in front of me. I'll read it next week. Okay. About if, if they're trans, they have a trans boy. They're a boyfriend. They're a, they're a man and they're dating a, 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 a woman that okay. was a man. Okay. And like how to come out to his family and he, but he doesn't think he's gay. Like it's, it's kind of a very heady question for yeah. our stupid podcast. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to think about it before we talked about it, not on the fly. Okay. I'm in love with Jonathan. <laughs> and if he wanted to get married, like, that's the thing. Like, I am not gay, mm-hmm. but I have a, I was, I could have a relationship with that guy. I could be married to him. It'd, it'd be like, great. Yeah, I feel like anyone can have a relationship Seriously. with that guy. Like, I was telling you, like, he's one of those people, regardless of gender, who just, like, just makes you feel good about yourself. Yes. Without even trying, right? Because he's so friendly, so open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. But he's not like that. Oh, this is just gushing here, Eddie. <laughs> just forget it. He would never go for me anyway. He's mine anyway, I Dan. Know. Fine, fine. You listen to his podcast. <laughs> I don't. All right, this podcast is over. Yes. So what do we know for next week? I'm sorry, the week after it'll be our 300th episode. And really, really urge anyone save for the show at gmail.com savefortheshow.com slash contact. If you've been listening for a long time, even to say, yo, Steven from Cincinnati, cut, dry, yeah. <laughs> whatever you got, just send it in and really look forward to that. And and that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 299. Oh, Sifstery. Oh, yeah. I don't have my thing in front of me. Okay. This week's Sifstery from our dear friend Amanda Hug and Kiss. Maybe on the 300th episode, Amanda will come clean with me <laughs> and tell me who he is. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Amanda this week put together episode, it's from episode 168 called Piss Whistler. And the song is The Whistler by Ayla Nerio. And man, I remember that episode, Piss Whistler. I don't remember <laughs> what it was about. <laughs> I remember making that the name. Yeah. I and that too. was almost. 150 shows ago for christ's sake uh all right that's it otherwise this has been episode 299 of save for the show with dan and eddie thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon see you somebody sent us in and is that weird which i love to get hey dan and eddie when my wife and i have sex afterwards i sit down on the toilet and piss I just point my junk in the toilet and piss, and it takes care of the viper problem. So pause. The viper meaning after you come and your mouth gets your dick, dick mouth. mouth. <laughs> sure, yeah. I guess you're a regular mouth. If you, if you take a mouthful of cum, but I feel like it has to be pretty dry. Yes. You know, I'm just saying. So your dick mouth after you jizz, it becomes like Elmer's glue, seals the mouth of your dick closed, and when you piss, the pressure isn't strong enough to break the seal. Mm-hmm. So it just shoots everywhere (laughs) like a sprinkler on a hot summer day. I call it a viper Mm -hmm. in my house, like the tongue of a snake. (laughs) That was a snake. (laughs) Is that what it was? I don't know if viper is universal. I think you call it like a piss, a piss whistler. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have like a weird name for it? No, I I never heard it called a viper before, though. So what would you have called it? Um, Double stream, maybe? Double stream? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a triple stream? Uh, yes, I have. So double stream is not accurate. Uh, it needs yeah. a name. I mean, well, my names are more specific, so. I kind of like Piss Whistler. Let me get that Piss Whistler. <laughs> so anyhow, that's what this gentleman's talking about. Yeah. Whether you jerk off or make love, then afterwards, it's all over your dick. Mm-hmm. Especially if you wear a condom, I feel like it's just super all over it. Mm-hmm. Unless you really clean your dick off, but I really don't. <laughs> I figure I'm going to take a shower at some point. <laughs> I don't really care. I kind of feel like down there is like self-cleaning anyways. <laughs> so you got like crusty jizz in your pubes? Kind of. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, I'm going to take a shower later. You today, got right? dread pubes, man. <laughs> you twist them together. At yeah. The I'm like one of those dogs, those sheep dogs who just has shit all over their ass. I don't know. Is that weird? Like after sex or something like that, I don't like take a body shower. No. Or I don't take like... Like one time, if it was like, I think this is gross. I think Nicole might have been on her period. Okay. And I think I had blood on me. Okay. So I cleaned that off. Yeah. I didn't let the blood chill all day. You didn't leave a crime scene down there. No, that was not a crime scene, not a CSI (laughs) special victims unit. No, it wasn't like that. But 
I cleaned it off and I, if, but if there's just like jizz boogers down there mm-hmm. or a tiny little bit of lube, <laughs> I just let that shit roll. Okay. That's <laughs> Uh, it's just me. I mean, do your thing, man. <laughs> so you're saying that's gross. That's weird. Uh, I don't think it's, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of dudes that do that, but mm-hmm. I mean, I like to, you know, get a good thorough, uh, towel. Towel. Down. I grab like, a towel. What kind of towel? Like a hand towel in your no, guest bathroom? Just like a, like, like if I have a, a towel from showering earlier, I'll take that and use that. And then I don't reuse the towel after I shower. I was going to say, oh. <laughs> see, that's too much laundry for me. <laughs> if anything, I would use like a paper towel. Okay. And then my dog would eat it later because I like, I like to feed my dog my fluids. But I don't, I could never see myself rubbing cum on a towel. No? No. I have to get rid of the evidence. <laughs> I've never. I mean, maybe one time I came on my sheets and then I probably like, I was, felt bad, <laughs> but I never came. I always use things I can throw away. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense if you're like raping someone and you don't want to leave your DNA everywhere. <laughs> Look, it's ingrained <laughs> in me to destroy the evidence. When I was a young boy <laughs> masturbating feverishly in my, my room, <laughs> hiding it, I had to flush the tissues. Yeah. I mean, listen, Eddie, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. This listener yes. to give us a good tip here. About your dick mouth. Mm-hmm. And let me go on. So is that weird? Yes. Let me know or try it. Thanks for the shout out on the show, D Savage. So this gentleman, he, I agree. First of all, do you ever sit down to pee? Uh, I have. I don't do it regularly. You though. have? Is yeah. in like one of ten times? Like, uh, I mean, probably, I mean, probably less than, no, no, probably more than ten times. Well, when you're a a kid and you're not Dude, potty trained are you kidding me i must sit down to piss like 10 times a week do you really like in the middle of the night man i'm just no. like a zombie and i just walk in there and i sit down <laughs> and i push the dick down and then i just do it when i piss for like 10 minutes i like i honestly have never even thought about doing that in the middle of the night and that makes so much sense yeah it, like when i wake up to piss in the middle of the night like mm-hmm. i just I'm, i just get up like i'm awake oh so See, that's and that's thing. stupid of me Excuse me. That's very stupid. You can stay like half asleep. Yeah. Cruising there, shambling like the undead. Sit down, point your dick down, and foof. See, you're good. And do you do you turn on the light or do you? Nope. See, okay. You don't have to. I. You don't have to. Just man. Sit down. I, this is like a revelation to me, man. Like, cause Great. I turn on the light, and I'm like, God damn, it's so bright, and that Dude. wakes me up more. Yeah. And then I gotta like focus and aim. Right. God damn it. I need to sit and piss you more. You do. Or, because if you, if you piss in the dark, you're going to piss everywhere. Yeah. And you can't do that. Because this is what you'll do. You'll piss on the seat, and then if your wife gets up after you, oh, yeah. and if she sits on your piss, <laughs> I don't know what's worse, her sitting on your piss or her sitting on the freezing cold <laughs> other side because you didn't put the seat yeah. down. I would say... Oh, I don't know, cause it's gross. Like the underside of the. I was gonna say, gross. I think I think sitting on the bare toilet without a seat is is more gross. Freezing. Yeah, freezing. Shock and then, I mean, there's already piss all over that. Right. You know what I mean? Just from like splashing around and shit. Totally. So the other thing too is like your ass has a muscle memory. I feel like to your toilet. Yeah. If you sit down and it's bigger, <laughs> that is really jarring. Yeah. Like you could hurt yourself. You fall in easily. Like women fall yeah. in all the time. They're little tushies <laughs> fall into the water and they get wet. Yeah. And then what if you took a piss and there was your own piss in the toilet and that's what she's got in? She'd be furious. Yeah. So keep the seat down. I always keep the seat down all night. And then I just go in there and I sit and piss. Or if I've been drinking a lot, man, taking a, a sit and piss while you've been drinking. <laughs> that's a simple pleasure, man. I feel like I might pass out if I've been, if no. I've been drinking and... Otherwise, you do that thing where you're like you're pissing, you have your hand against the wall, and yeah. You're all, uh. <laughs> then you might piss all over the seat again. You just gotta sit down. You're I, missing out. It's I've not. Totally, it's like, not emasculating. No, I, that's not a, the reason I don't do it. I just never even thought of it. Like that is how have you genius. never thought of it? So I guess it's a life hack, <laughs> as they say. You've been missing out, man. Yeah. Sitting down as a piss as a man is very liberating too because it's very macho. Mm-hmm. And you're sort of like, it's like reverse machoism mm-hmm. to sit down. It's very manly <laughs> to sit down and piss. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so opposite. It's like <laughs> there if you wore a dress to, to work, it would be so macho because you're so confident in your masculinity. Yeah. That you're, you're all, look, I'll wear a dress. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm so masculine, Eddie. I will sit down with my little penis and piss in the toilet. I'm so masculine. <laughs> it's reverse masculinity. Yeah. 
dog. Just a, a quick tangent. When you yeah. sit down to piss or shit, mm-hmm. are you one of the people that like pulls your pants all the way to the ground or do you leave it like halfway up like, mm. you know, on your shins? I am thinking I'm a grounder. You're a grounder? Okay. Yeah. Because I was um, shitting at work today, yeah, <laughs> and we all have to wear badges like oh, on, no. on campus, uh-huh. and he like all the dudes wear them like hanging from their pocket, right? Not around their necks, not around their like necks. Some no. loser, no, not on a lanyard or anything, right? Um, so he like pulled his pants all the way down to the ground, and his fucking ID tag is just hanging there, and I can see his name, I see his picture, right? His employee number, dude. What if he was in there just destroying? <laughs> Or you're dude. smelling his shit, and it's Bill Simmons yeah. from accounting. I took mine in my pocket. You gotta dude. tuck it in. <laughs> like, dude, sometimes I feel like my shoes are too much of a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, what if I was in the bathroom having a bad day? <laughs> I mean, look, we've all had a bad day. Yeah. Where you get in there, and it's just like gurgling and burbling, <laughs> and it just stinks. When you're in a work bathroom, though, what I used to try to do is as soon as I shit, flush it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a courtesy. A courtesy flush isn't. You take a shit, you let it sit there for five minutes, and then you flush it. <laughs> the courtesy is you don't even let it have a chance to stink up. It drops from your ass, and it's gone. <laughs> like a ghost, like a brown. So do you push it like mid-push? mid, mid push? And just let it kind of suck the turd <laughs> out of my ass? Now that I like. My turds aren't like that, though. <laughs> uh, but no, you got to get rid of it. And there's all these rules when you shit at work. Mm-hmm. Including you don't want everyone to know it's you, so hide your badge, <laughs> dumbass. Well, I do this move on my wife where a lot of times she'll be standing up on her computer and I come behind her and I start touching her hair. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, as a guy, you have to be careful <laughs> because you need to sort of be like a really good actor. Like, honey, I'm touching you because I love you, <laughs> not because I want to fuck you. Yeah. I'm doing this because I'm your friend. I want you to feel great. Not because I want to put my penis inside <laughs> you and go back and forth. So that's tough to do. Yeah. You have to be a real actor as a guy. And most guys, I feel like, are, are the worst liar in the relationship. <laughs> I feel like women just happen to be better. So it's hard to have that be a good lie. Yeah. I try real hard. But I come up behind her and I rub her hair and there's a spot on her body, kind of like under her armpits, mm-hmm. like where her boob meets her armpit. Okay. I'd say that's like a, a major erogenous zone for, for Nicole. <laughs> so if you ever see her okay, and you want to get her, Eddie, you just come up behind her and just kind of rub that side boob a little bit. And she'll say, thank you, Eddie. <laughs> 